from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. On February 10th, Interior Secretary Salazar announced that he's delaying action on the government's plan to open more offshore areas to oil and natural gas production. His announcement was applauded by environmentalists, and it was harshly criticized by others who say this nation needs to develop more of its own energy resources to reduce dependence on foreign oil and to create jobs. One of the groups that supports offshore exploration is 60-plus, a nationwide group of seniors led by Jim Martin, and Jim's on the phone with us today. Welcome, Jim. Well, thank you. Thanks for having us, Jim. Glad to have you on today, Jim. Tell us about your organization. Who exactly do you represent? Well, uh, Jane, um, the 60-plus association uh, is a 17-year-old, nonpartisan, free enterprise seniors organization. And we see things, uh, I like to say, through a prism of, shall we say, less government, less taxes, and the rule of supply and demand. We're convinced free markets work. Do you have a national spokesperson? Yes, our national spokesman at the 60-plus association is a fellow named Pat Boone. And Pat Boone said recently on this issue of energy, Boone said, we don't need higher taxes and more roadblocks. We need a Congress willing to provide opportunities for U.S. companies to develop U.S. energy resources. So based on that, then, what is your organization's position on the Salazar announcement? Secretary Salazar, um, in issuing this extension of 180 days, that's another six months, we think he's flat wrong. And may I also add that just last November at election time, those election day exit polls showed that about 65%, around two-thirds of those asked, said that they supported greater development of our offshore resources. What we really need to do is get on with exploration of our resources. Clearly, Jim, you're familiar with the Minerals Management Service's five-year plan process that sets a schedule for offshore leases. And if I'm not mistaken, some of your members actually have attended some public hearings, haven't they, in Florida, New Jersey, and perhaps in Virginia, when the government was gathering comments on the previous five-year plan? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's right. Um, uh, the hearings you refer to uh, in New Jersey and Virginia, down in Virginia Beach, uh, and in Florida, my home state, was in Tallahassee. These hearings were conducted, I believe, in 2005 as well as 2006. And yes, at each of those venues, we had a number of our senior citizens that took part um, in the dialogue. Apparently, the other side, the um, so-called environmental side, had convinced uh, most people that, that these oil rigs would be an eyesore uh, along the coastline. I, I like to point out that, that um, no, our old eyes uh, aren't failing them, us seniors, but even with 2020 vision, the curvature of the earth makes it impossible to see more than about oh, 10 or 12 miles out to sea. So this was a, um, a canard, if you will. Uh, the fact is, uh, I hate to say, someone said at a hearing a few years ago when the oil companies were drug in before Congress, um, you know, what, what, what's your solution? And one, one person said, you know, the, it, it, we practice a somewhat perverse policy in this country. 
we aren't allowed to develop our own natural resources, of which we have an abundance, but we're forced then to buy resources from lots of countries who um, aren't really friendly toward us. Uh, and I thought about that for a lot. I said that is a rather perverse policy, if you will. Let's let's move on to another topic here, Jim, if we can. Um, I know you've looked into our nation's energy demand, uh, and and clearly you have a, an understanding of how seniors feel about energy in this country. What do you think about these general claims that have been made that our country should get off oil and rely solely on renewables and alternative energy in the future? Well, first of all, uh, we I think um, I don't want your audience to start gasping when I say this, but you know the term fossil fuels, we, we might as well get used to saying that because fossil fuels will be one of the leading sources of energy for the next 30, 40, 50 years. Uh, these other renewable energy sources, yes, we have to develop them, and, 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 uh, and everybody agrees along that line. Well, what do you say to people who claim that we can meet our energy challenges without expanding drilling for U.S. oil and natural gas? Let me point out, Jane, if, if I may refer back, I like to put things in historical perspective since I'm now a senior. Uh, following the Arab oil embargo, for example, in the 70s, President Carter back then said his goal was to halt our dependence on oil imports. imports. Then it was about, I believe, 37%. His goal was to see that this dependence uh, did not rise, as he put it, I believe, by another percentile. Well, 30 years and five presidents later, that 37% is approaching a dangerous 70%. I think this is a clear and present danger to our national security as well as our economic security, this growing dependence on foreign oil. So those who say that we can do it, that, that, that's nonsense. If you could have a conversation with Secretary Salazar and President Obama about this issue, what would you tell them? <laughs> Good question. I, I guess I would say to Secretary Salazar and President Obama, we need to get on uh, with with exploration of our own resources. Let's stop, let's wean ourselves away from this dangerous dependence on foreign sources. Uh, most, Many of these sources, of course, as we all know, very, very unfriendly toward us. We have the resources here. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, uh, you know, we've got 170-some billion barrels of oil reserves, uh, uh, 20 some billions of barrels of proved oil reserves. Uh, you know, oil that that's oil that's been discovered and can be produced right now. Uh, more than 150 billion barrels of so-called undiscovered reserves. But again, I, I go back to the statement I made earlier about a perverse policy. Isn't it a little bit perverse that we depend, we can't develop our own, uh, but we have to buy from these other sources. Uh, we think that needs to be changed. There's a lot left to be done. I would say that we need to stop uh, keeping our head in the sand. We need to get on with uh, with uh, exploration and development of our own resources, both onshore and offshore. And, and I've said that in testimony. I've testified in Virginia and in New Jersey. We had someone down in Florida testify, as well as these seniors who sent in their comments most overwhelmingly saying, let's get on with developing American resources. Jim Martin, 
That'll have to be the last word. Thank you so much for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio. Thank you for having us. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.